It's Cup Day. Beavers in town. Uh, what's happening, mate? Mate, down here in seems to be a pretty sunny day in uh, Melbourne, Victoria. Um, in the lead-up day before the Cup, so um, yeah, nice weather. Uh, sunny weather and looks like it's going to be another nice day tomorrow for Melbourne Cup Day, which is sometimes a bit unheard of. Exactly, yeah. It's good to have um, some decent weather all spring actually down there. So it's been a pleasure um, for those first time on board, uh, being the Melbourne Cup show. We are Dag and Beaver. We do this twice a week, every week for free. So subscribe, stick around, and uh, you'll find your fair share of winners along the way. Uh, how did Derby Day treat you out of the track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Derby Day was a good day. Um, managed to come out in front on the, the punt, lucky enough. A um, couple of good results, but uh, track was track was probably an interesting track. Um, Dougie, it seemed to um, favour the leaders, and there was a few tearaway leaders that managed to hold on, or in, as per the sprint race, um, hold on for nearly most of the way. Um, but yes, uh, probably interesting the track. The way the track played, it seemed to seemed to favour the leaders. Um, was it was it pace based or was it? Do you reckon it was a track? Do you reckon it was well, a lot of the, you know we've seen all spring that the walking races where the leaders just keep going. Well, I don't think it was paid, I don't think it was tempo paced because in a couple of those races, if you look at the the two hundreds that they were ticking off and. Um, Quite a Jenny. If you look yeah. at that, it, it didn't it didn't go slow. It, it skelted down the, you know, around the back and got out yeah. to a big lead. So you can't get that big a lead and jiggy job. Um, same as Najim Sahel, you don't get that big a lead and uh, without without running some time. Um, you know, I think the staying race, Carlapur, absolutely that was that was a jiggy yeah. job. Which is what uh, which is basically what we said that whoever led that race up. was going to win. And Amazonian less. Um, you know that that seemed to be okay te tempo. It just uh, it just fought on well, which gaze horses uh, are fully fit and fully wound up and can do. Um, still don't know why the the other. I think J Mac just mistimed his run there on Sardozzi mm. and uh, didn't realise how good the leader was going because it only needed two more bounds and, and it wins. Exactly, uh, and uh, Oram Oram I won the Golden Eagle, which we both suggested was a worthwhile play. So. Away from Amelia's jeweler got yes. cleaned up. Oh, absolutely cleaned up. Um, it's going to be in the finish. Um, but that was an interesting race, right? Because if you go and look at the times of the Japanese horses, they run considerably faster times um, mm. across all, all races um, than our races, which means they have uh, tempo setters over there that go fast. And went Golden Mile and Pericles got out and ran a Pilter Skelter up front, which they did stick on well. Um, you knew the Japanese horse was going to be suited and could finish on. Um, if they don't set that tempo, um, there's no way that uh, that was going to suit that horse. But outstanding win. Yep. Uh, and good finish for both of us with Nash in the last. Uh, so, yeah, reasonable day all round. But we got to play on. People are here for some tips. So we're going to kick off at Flemington where the rail has gone out to the two-metre position. We are on a good track again, as suggested. Perhaps even a firm one. So... With the rail going out a couple, maybe it'll take that lane out if there is thought that that's the was the, the faster lane. Uh, I'm going to kick off up the straight though with the Maribyrnong Plate Group Three thousand meters for the two-year-olds. And uh, what's caught your eye here? Yeah, I've gone gone and had a look at the trials here. Love the trial of Blue Strata. Mm -hmm. um, it was very very impressive. If you if you want to see an impressive trial, um, this was one of those. Starting around the $3 mark here, I think it's a good play in the first. Uh, and I'm keen to bet. 
Agree. I love the trial too. Gets D-Lane and McAvoy, I think he's got a pretty good record in this race. Generally tends to roll out. It's one of his better two-year-olds here. So on top for me from Odin's son, who looks a big, strong brute of a thing. He's had a couple of trials to be up to the mark for this. Uh, but I think, yeah, we can start the day with a winner there. The second is an 1,800-metre Furphy plate. I made the case for Forgot You to be on this rehab prep last time out. Uh, that was run of the night at Mooney Valley, the way that track played to make up that much ground on those leaders. I think this is a, this sets up really well. It's on top for me, inside gate for Blake Shin. Uh, even luck, I think it does get back to the winner's stall ready now. Uh, from Lord Vladis Vostok, who will roll along in front. Um, and if they get soft enough pace, will be hard to get past. What are you thinking? Thinking exactly the same as you here, mate. I'm thinking forgot you can bounce back to the winner's stall. Um, as you said, uh, excellent run last start and a good run three starts back. This is its race. And you're right, Lord Vladivostok was scratched on the on Saturday to run in this, uh, which is always a good guide. And if they are able to um, get out in front and lead all the way, uh, this might be the one to chase down. Excellent. The third, we're over 1,800 metres again, the Tab Trophy, which is a listed race. For the three-year-olds, uh, how have you lined these ones up? Yeah, really tricky one here. There's uh, there's only three in the market, and I do think these three horses tend to look to have in amongst them. Uh, going back a little bit before, I've gone for the favourite Aztec State. Uh, I think uh, it'll win again uh, here when it won its maiden. It was pretty good. Um, beat Roll on High, who's come out and since won and won very impressively. And then... Only third behind Mojave Desert, which was a lovely run last start. Uh, over this first go, over the 1600. Now out to the 1800 here. Sit just off the pace here, and um, Sarah can get this one home. Absolutely. Uh, couldn't add much more. I think that was a good run. Uh, if even held up slightly there, but that form is better than this. Uh, clearly on top from Warmonger, who will run well. Um, nice win out wide. Now comes to town. Uh, I might, if I'm looking for a trifecta tomorrow, I might throw my way in for third at a big price. Uh, was backed first up, stuck the inside, wasn't comfortable. I think it's better than that. And with clear air, might be a one for your exotics, at least in this race, uh, away from those two shorties. The fourth is 1,000 metres, Schweppervescence Plate. Uh, and I'm going with the here and now blue in Stanislaus. Uh, I think it's come back really well, this prep. That last win was good. Way to the stars franked it, as we said on Saturday. Uh, gate one is a concern, but uh, I'll trust Damien Lane there. Uh, I think it's just fresh blood here, and it is on top from the stable mate. Uh, Barber, who does drop back from A grade, gets J Mac, and obviously Osmosis has also um, stamped that form. It was a couple of lengths off that last start. Uh, clearly, I think that's it. I'm surprised that Reveline was so short for a maiden. Yeah, 100% here. I like Stanislas as well. We're on fire here, Daddy. Um, nervous times, big eh? day for the boys. Yeah. Yeah, nervous times. Um, but keen again here. As you said, this is coming off a, a, a one-month um, uh, spell. Uh, looks freshened up for this. Comes to Melbourne. As you said, last start beat. Way to the stars who come out and kick their brains in in the last at Sydney on the weekend. That was a beautiful, great run. So that's a good form line there. And then the start before that, um, was only two lengths behind Osmosis, uh, interestingly enough. So it has form coming through to inform horses, which suggests to me um, that it can run it well in this. Um, and this is, I don't think, an overly strong field. So clear on top of me, blue colours hold the key. Perfect. 
The fifth is the Macca's Run, the race I seem to talk about more than any race all year, uh, throughout the year. Uh, this is shit. The a benchmark 96 <laughs> over 2,800 metres. Uh, look, I've got one for us here at a price. I'm making a case that anything it w that was wide in the wind at Geelong a few weeks back, I'm forgiving. And that was Commando Drift. Uh, flashed home there, where it wasn't easy to make ground. His 20s from an inside gate with Celine Gowdry, uh, a claim off the minimum. Uh, at 20s, it might be my each way uh, play of the day here at a price. From Insulation, who is the fresh blood in the scene, again, down in weights. Uh, I think they can fight this out. Obviously, King's Crossing uh, comes through that same race as Commando Drift and does get Damien Lane off a win. Uh, but in an average race, I'm just looking for a bit of value, Beaver. Yeah, fair call. Um, and no qualms about that. I'm, I'm keen on Supergirl, uh, Waterhouse Bot Stable. I oh, think yeah, the, the cool. favourite's a little bit short here. And I think um, Supergirl can be super hard to beat here. If you go back to two starts, but ran, um, didn't go that well, but that was in the slow going. And if you have a look, take five starts over the slow and doesn't run the drum. Um, gets back onto a good track here. Last start at Horsham. Absolutely waltzed in it in the Horsham Cup um, as favourite. And I think that's a good guide here that's Waterhouse and Bot have kept it here and have targeted a race like this. It sounds like it was something they had in mind all this time. You can get out to the front and control it. And is fit, it will be going close. Great shout. And you could do much worse than back the leader in these um, walking races as we've Touched on plenty exactly. of times. The, the Grays race is next. 1,400 metre sub-zero handicap. And uh, I'll give you first crack. Yeah, wish you, wish you didn't. Um, Where's Spangler? Look, well, I know where it is, but <laughs> walk in this race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting race, this again. Look, I, had to, I just had to go for the, uh, the international here, Berkshire Breeze. Uh, Mark Eustace gets Tommy Mark right on board. And if you go through its form, it's got 2,400 metre form um, in the UK, where it's won and won nicely in, in its last two runs. Um, second in another run over there. Comes here. Uh, and I think, yeah, probably short of its best. Um, but I think it might be ready to go. And I think it's going to be hard to beat here. So I had it on top, mainly because I couldn't find anything else. To be brutally honest, I, I kind of went through this and said, we're where is the dangers? What is going to to challenge here? Maybe Glenn of Silver um, down from Sydney. Mm. I did the same thing. I went. F I found international interesting to um, go and buy an internationals just to win this race. But uh, right, right horse. I hope at right time gets Tom Marquin. Uh, you, I, I probably will elevate Glenn of Silver just because it's be on pace. Uh, and Love Tap did win the race last year uh, when it found the front as well. And I think it's the other danger. Uh, it doesn't have to be that talented to win this Berkshire Breeze. The feature is the 3200 metre Group 1 Lexus Melbourne Cup. We're going to do a separate show talking about each and every runner as well. You'll see it on our YouTube channel as well as on progetracing.com.au. But I'll get your tips uh, right now and we'll do a, have a deeper dive shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, Melbourne Cup, what can I say? Big, big race on the day, and there's a lot of horses in this that um, I can't see winning. Um, probably about 18, 20, them, I'd yeah. say. Um, yeah, I, I have narrowed it down to, I, I think the first four um, 
the horses in the market all hold the key and I talk about bull band, gold shoot, without a fight, and sulker. So, you know, probably say, well, what, 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 are you, what are you talking about? Anyone can pick those. But they look the clear, the clear obvious choices, right? So Bourbon has the international form. It's the Spruik overseas horse um, and uh, looks to be a fine specimen animal. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Um, and I do have it on top. I just think it's, it's better than our stayers here. Um, and then the other three were obviously the eye-catching runs in the in the Caulfield Cup. And so the, you know, that is the, the key form line race. I think we're sitting down with the boys yesterday and we had a look at um, the Melbourne Cup winners of the last 13 years. And uh, 10 of them uh, have international or European um, form lines. Um, and only three local horses. And, and of those two, I think there were two of those were in COVID um, when the internationals didn't come here, yeah. the local horses. So you actually have to go back to an elite prince of Penzance, which was a 100 to one shot um, to knock over those international horses or with that international um, form lights. And all four of these, World Bear, Gold Trip, Without a Fight, Solcom, all come through um, those European stayers guys. And then the next two in the market that serve and break up um, fit into that. So on top for me, Orban, um, and the main danger, Gold Trip. And if you want to throw one in for your um, exotics and looking for a bit of value, number 20, more felons. And the reason I go for that, if you go back um, four starts ago at Ascot, uh, it ran seventh behind Orban, carrying 62 kilos. Um, and it gets in here with 50 kilos. So 12 kilo drop on, yep, running 10 lengths behind Orban, but, um, does get a massive pull in the weights here, is in the Wallace stable, drawing the car park is a problem, but uh, could run on and figure in the in the uh, top four. Yep, number five, Vorban on top, uh, almost picks itself from uh, Without a Fight, who Mark Zara has elected to ride, uh, winner of the Caulfield Cup, uh, Gold Trip third pick. Uh, I, it was pretty easy. I went and penned everything from Bendigo, went and penned everything from Geelong, Barmore Felons, which I'll get to. I went and penned everything from that Mooney Valley race, so I'm left with three horses. Uh, I'm going to box up a few that I'll talk more about in the other show, but if for the sake of a first fall looking for that fourth horse, uh, you've covered more felons really well, and I want to make a case that there was widest runners in the wind on that Geelong day. Um, you can uh, give a bit more merit to. Future history will just be in the right spot. It could might, might be able to run you know, third, fourth, or fifth. Uh, Breakup, absurd, and interpretation will all go into a boxed up first four on the day. The, uh, the hope of getting a result, but I'll talk more about that later. Uh, this is what happens. People whinge about having too many internationals in the Melbourne Cup, but when they're not here, we get... Like, I wouldn't tip eight of these horses at Warwick Farm on next Wednesday. So, it, legitimately. <laughs> some, some might end up there. <laughs> that, well, True Marvel's been beaten there a few times. But anyway, uh, it's always a spectacle, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it pan out. The eighth is the Desirable Stakes... 1,400 metres for the girls. Now we've got some Sydney form in town. Beaver, do you want to uh, tell us who's going to win there? Yeah, there's two. I've narrowed it down to two here, um, and I'm sticking with the blue cover colours in commemorative. Um, the blue always seem to box uh, on for a couple of good wins on Cup Day, and I think uh, this this could be um, could be one of them. Uh, it was very good buying cars early first up, got back, just couldn't run that down um, when it led. Um, Interesting enough, comes straight to Flemington for this. Gets the ideal draw in the three. Uh, so I've got it on top. Uh, and for Seal, um, I think can run a, a, an extremely good race. It chased really hard last start. 
um, just didn't quite get, get to Arkansas Kid. I think it can run a, a huge race here and uh, push the favourite. Uh, they might still on top here. I agree. I thought that was a, a great resumption commemorative. Uh, uh, almost a little bit against bias there, chased down a decent enough horse. Um, straight to back to Philly's grade uh, with J-Mac on, on top. I think Jolly Star runs well here, uh, chasing Arctic Glamour last time out. That's good enough form, and Fasil will run well again uh, and be up on pace. Uh, I think that's a race, as you've covered off. The last, uh, second last, in fact, is the 1,400 metres Hong Kong Jockey Club Stakes. And uh, we've lost Kazoo, so... I am left. We also lost Call Die. So you can tell me who's going to win and don't tip Climbing Star, and I'll work out who I'm left with. <laughs> yeah, interesting race here. Uh, second last of the day. I've gone for number nine, Cardigan Queen. Yep. Um, I think they can be running on by this time. Uh, There's only two lengths behind uh, She Dances. Uh, last start, which I think was uh, quite a nice run, got back, finished off nice, nice at Caulfield. That wasn't easy to make ground that day. And then prior to that, um, exploded to the line when it won at Caulfield. Uh, I think that was uh, a, a good um, good setup here. Uh, Gate six, Michael Fearboard. Uh, I've got it on top. Um, and there's a few chances from Sydney. I think number three, Revolutionary Miss can run well. And I think the resuming uh, number 11, five point. Um, I wouldn't rule it out to run a nice little race first up. Uh, go back and have a look at the run of Belle Rich. It's not really a horse I've been that fond of lately, but was absolutely climbing over him in the lead-up. Uh, I might have something small in that in a race that's lost to two key hopes. Uh, and one at a big price was 50s last night. Again, tiny bets here, but uh, Foxy Cleopatra, I think, might have been a bit missed by the market. But now I've lost my well, my top two bets. I'm going to uh, reassess that a bit later. The 10th is a 1,400 metre benchmark 90, so they're not moving the gates too much after the cup. And three clear hopes. I'm sticking with the Sydney form though in Chalton Lane. I set, set a pretty impossible task last time out and ran well enough behind Vienna Princess. Uh, stalking run here from that gate uh, I think is going to run well from Substantial. Nice resumption in town. Gets Blake Shin and uh, Dubai Poet, if you forgive last time out, uh, can improve off that. I'll also throw Chicago Storm into my quaddy just because it's been pretty good to me lately. You love it. Uh, exactly. Uh, I think that's about the race. Uh, a horse like Lafarge can lead and give give a side as well. But I think there's a bit of Deadwood here, Beaver. What do you think? I'm going for Lafarge. I think okay. he can run a really nice race. Uh, thought it was good at Geelong last start. Um, got, got, the, got the run up the fence and went away from quite nicely there. I thought that was a good um, lead up to this and given the stable um, something to think about. And they bring it here. And it's not unusual for Danny O'Brien to train a winner sort of around the last of the day in these types of races. I think it can run really, really well. You're right, Chalton Lane's um, certainly gets the gets the right run here. Um, can run well. I do like Substantial. I think it can also run a nice race. So um, they're my picks as well. Beautiful. Uh, for progetracing.com.au, you get the privilege of doing the Melbourne Cup quaddy. So uh, have at it. Thank you, mate. Let's, how about it? Um, let's rock and roll. Race seven, the first leg. I'm going number five, Vorban. Number one, Gold Trip. Number three, Without a Fight. Number six, Sulcan. Number 20, More Felons. In the second leg, race eight, I'm going number 13, Commemorative. 
number four, the seal, and num number 10, Jolie Star. In the third leg, I'm going number two, Skew Whiff, number nine, Cardigan Queen, number three, Revolutionary Miss, number six, Warnby, number 10, Bell, Atee, Ritchie, and number 11, Five Points. To finish the day, I'm going number 16, Chalton Lane, number eight, Rise of the Masses, number 12, The Farg, and number 15, Substantial. Beautiful. Have you got a best and value on Cup Day? Yeah, my value bet is race nine, number nine, Cardigan Queen. I think it's going to be uh, offer plenty of value. And my best bet of the day comes up in race one, number four, Blue Stratum. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go race two, number four, Forgot You. Uh, surely the day now. I know I've said that before. And uh, value race four, number race five, in fact. Number 13, Commando Drift. Uh, as we've got to head to Roundwick as well for a, a pretty good card in Sydney. Uh, they've done a good job rebuilding this day. Uh, and nothing gets your blood flowing like a, a midway and a highway on a Tuesday. Uh, 1,800 metre benchmark 72 kicks us off. And what a treat we have to start the day here. Uh, I think the market's right, though. I'm going to kick off here with uh, Territory Express. A couple of good runs. I was a bit shocked it was so short, to be honest. But it's going really well. Been home yeah. sequestered last start. Uh, comes back to midway grade uh, from Extra Revs, who will be chiming in late. Was brave last time out. And I suppose State of America's got to be a chance with Gate 1 and Adam Hieronymus next best. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I've gone for Extra Revs. Um, I just think that the favourite's too skinny here, $2.30 um, against the horses. One, two out of ten here. And um, just just sort of a better price around the four fifty. Yeah. $5 mark um, suits, and I think it can run well. Uh, just depends how the track again is playing. Hopefully they can come down the middle here and that'll be a good song. Um, front of State of America, they can run well as well. Yep. The second is the 1,000 metre Class 3 Highway Handicap. Who have you got here? Yeah, I've got the favour on top here, Emperor. Uh, Nash, Dunn combination. Dunn wins these highways all the time. Uh, he's got is the trainer to back in these races and he's uh, starting one first up here. That's a good sign for me. And this was um, tried well at uh, Mawala Bar um, and then went last in work, had ran some nice races uh, at Rose Hill behind Mogo Magic. Um, three lengths behind here prior to that. Um, won a nice race at Doombin before coming down to Rose Hill for that. So clear on top for me, very, very hard to beat. Yep, ticks a nice trial box too. A second trial was great. Uh, now, yeah, as you said, Nash and uh, Dunn are the, is a combination in the highways, clearly on top. Uh, if there's a danger, I think it's Outback Ringer, who looks pretty speedy, and uh, Cody Morgan is another one who well, can train. So, um, yeah, the two main hopes in this highway. The third is a 1,000-metre benchmark 84, and this is a, a perfect kickoff point for Iona Merck. Uh, did some really nice stuff last prep, included a win over Kaboo. Uh, what comes off a trial win where it was ridden out but beat Malkovich, who always uh, puts on some pace in those sort of trials. Uh, and it's on top. Uh, you know, we have to cop Anaropa, but if we get even money, I think it's a good enough bet. Danger, Acapella Sun, I think can run better than the... Um, it no, comes you have no trial, but uh, if we can swoop, I think it might be a bit of value here for exotics. What are you thinking? Yeah, same, same. I think it's a great uh, starting point for Iona to... 
to get off to a flyer. This campaign um, gets a three kilo claim, which brings in the 56 offsets um, the jockey here, but the thousand meters shouldn't hurt, so it'll go quick and uh, be too speedy. The fourth is a 1300 meter benchmark 64. Uh, who do you like here? Yeah, tricky, tricky, tricky race here. Um, trying to line these up. I, I come up with two. Um, I've stuck with Sly Boots um, for Waterhouse, got stable. That, that was a pretty nice turn of foot there um, coming from last, um, which is unusual for her horses. Uh, and we just come down the outside here. I think the, the 12 uh, barrier suits here, gets out to the 1300 here. As long as there's a bit of pace on, um, it's going to be finishing all over. And I think Sabuku can uh, improve um, around the $9-10 mark. Um, it was okay first up, but that was at Hawkesbury. Well, I had a horse that has had city form. Uh, it was $2.10 uh, that day. Now it gets to $10 hat form uh, behind Rousselon. Um, that level under your gut. I like Sly Boots as well. Uh, you, you've covered off really well. That was uh, an impressive maiden win. 64 looks a good next step. Tra stable's flying. Uh, I think we're going to be more positive from gate 13. I don't know if it necessarily has to be all the way back there. Uh, from Power of the Brave, who had to sit outside lead uh, on a track record time last time. Uh, Nash sticks and uh, I think goes forward and just camps straight in the back of Anna Roper and Tommy Berry on the two leaders and gets first crack around eight bucks. I think is worthwhile having a, a cover bet on as well. The fifth is the first of the... Uh, well, the first of the big races on the day, the big dance, a $3 million race. Uh, I'm going to be a broken record for the rest of the day, but uh, I'm tipping Nash on Cepheus. Uh, it's had a month off. Uh, he keeps drawing inside gates, and Nash keeps getting out of trouble on it. Uh, I think it'll be more positive here, stalks the pace. Uh, it is a month between runs. I went looking for a trial, which I got to tick off, has trialled since. Uh, and it's on top from Attractable, I think, is it was pretty good first up. Uh, did come off that big starting price there, but ran well. Now second up, tick over trial. Uh, will run well here. I know a star is flying and does drop seven kilos on its last run. Um, I seem to have found a lot of on paces. I usually go looking for swoopers in races like this, but I couldn't really come up with one that tempted to be too much. Maybe Superior or uh, Wicklow going to an early quarter, but I think there's not a lot else to this race, Beaver. Mate, uh, there's not. I'm pretty keen on I know a star in this. Mm -hmm. um, I think it jumps to the front. I don't think they uh, can get past it. Uh, weighted at 53 here, as you said. It's down seven or eight kilos on its last start at, <coughs> at Ramwick. Um, I think that means it'll just do the same here. Um, and I'm super keen. I think the $5 is, is a lovely price. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the other danger seekers might sit on its back here, but it's got to give it nine kilos, and it's going to have to be good to get past it. Um, yeah, he's got a pretty good jockey on top, so I'll, wait, it doesn't bother me too much there. The six is the well-named Barn Dance, uh, 1,300 metres, uh, which I'm fairly, yeah, I'm a bit shocked that Bodie Bob's not favourite. Th hasn't it been great all prep? Uh, it's going to lead. I think it's fast enough to burn off the rest of the on-paces here. Uh, drops back from 1,400 metres where it's just nabbed late uh, by a decent horse. And uh, around 7 bucks looks a bet to me. Uh, from Seguso, who's doing good stuff out wide, beats Ceasefire last time out, who you can tie in um, to these sort of horses uh, through the highways. Uh, comes here fresh off a trial. And I think Miss Odstead is a massive prize at 60s. So 
also goes in the exotics. Uh, yes, Cavalier Charles was wide last time and is a chance. Uh, but who do you like? Yeah, I like Body Bob as well. I think it's going to be super hard to beat um, for all the reasons that you um, stated there. So I've got it on top. Main danger, the third up, Bandis Boy again. Um, Danny Williams bringing this one to uh, the barn dance here. So I think it can be a knockout chance as well. The Little Dance is the mile for the also rents here. Who do you like? Yeah, um, interesting race here. I've gone for number 21, Lop Eagle now. Looks like to want to have a start here. Um, there seems to be, I think, it was in the, in it's the, in next, the next race. one, yeah. And has been scratched. Cool. Uh, no, it's not in the next one. The last? It, oh, it, no, it's still in the second last, sorry. Yeah, the ninth. I think it can run well whichever race it starts in. So I've got it on top here. I think it'll be super, super hard to beat in this. Um, and if it doesn't start here, it doesn't get a run, uh, I will tip Spangler. I think it's now working up to the, uh, his peak fitness. And I think here they can be running on down the middle of the track, which I hope they can. Uh, it'll be the one to be looking flying home. And the best thing that's going to happen for you is that I'm jumping off Spangler. Uh, having been with it all four three starts is prep, so you're in. Cotillie uh, on top for me. Uh, shocked me. I found Nash again, but I uh, should have beaten Cepheus first up, in all fairness. It was a good run. Uh, just not given much of a chance last time out. Now, stalking stalking run here, and will run well. From uh, Cinctore, pulled up with an issue last time out. It was good before that. Uh, the double figures, I think Bjorn, Bjorn's horse can give a great sight. Uh and I don't have much more to talk about. We'll see where Lock Eagle pops up. The eighth is an 1,100-metre benchmark 100. And I... Don't tell me it's come out. Where is it? There we go. I have to stick with Insurrection. I think it uh, did some great stuff last prep. Uh, as a two great trials coming back for this, is going to lead for Tommy Berry. I think it's going to win for Tommy Berry. It's on top. Went looking for Dragonstone. Uh... Does need a win, but they've gone and found the standover jockey to try and get him home. And I think Ubiquitous is over the odds here. I th had a feeling it would be a bit shorter. I think he can run a, a decent race, 1,000-metre specialist, uh, off a couple of nice trials. Uh, tried most recently against King Kappa and just might be a completely different form. What have you made of this? Yeah, I've got an insurrection as well. Um, it's had three and a half months off since last in work. When it was last in work, it was... Uh, a form horse, uh, beating some, some good little horses like uh, Kiro and Omni Man, uh, which we know uh, went to Melbourne and performed well enough. Um, yeah, goes good first up, never missed a placing in its four first up form runs, and yeah, can burn across here, it'd be hard to catch. Beautiful. The ninth is a benchmark 88, 1500 metres, Lock Eagle at the moment still here. Uh, is that how you're going to lean? Should it pop up? Yeah, I'm going to lean that way. Uh, should it pop up here? I think it's actually a really good bet if it pops up here. Um, I've got it on clear top pick. If it's not here, I've got no idea. Yep, agree. Uh, if it's not here, or if it's not here, I think Manazi can lead, maybe give a sight, but um, not getting a job done at Queensland doesn't fill me with heaps of confidence. I, thought, I went looking for deficit. I thought it could run well. Trials have been okay, and Gerald Ryan fresh. Um, maybe in a bit of an easier race than it's usually resumed in. But tricky race, um, hoping the favourite is here. The 12th, twelfth, the 10th is a 1,200 metre benchmark 84. Uh, I've got Kabling on top, I think is going really well off um, 
now fourth up. Inside gate will just about lead this for Regan. If it does, I think it can win. Uh, dynamic impact, main danger. Uh, it's going really well. Uh, Capistrata goes into the quaddy, which I'll get to shortly, but what do you think? I've got dynamic impact. Um, just keeps improving. And uh, two starts back, and a couple of lengths behind him, and I think that's a really good form line for this. And then improved and wasn't far off them. Uh, went, went finishing on nicely behind, much, much better. I think it'll be much better here. And the three kilo claim, I think, suits, um, gets back and just needs to run at the right time. Awesome. For progetracing.com.au, the quaddy at Roundwick on Cup Day. First leg, two Katile, three Spangler, four for Valor. 13 at Cinque Torre. Second leg, we'll go with two Malkovich, seven Ubiquitous, eight Dragonstone, nine Insurrection, 10 Recommendation, 11 Dashing Legend. Third leg, six Lock Eagle, seven Rodinho, 12 Deficit, 14 Minazzi. And we'll come home with six Dynamic Impact, seven Cubling, and nine Capo Strata. Gonna make my best at at Ramwick, Nashville Willa. He might ride eight winners. Uh, but race two, number one, Emperor, and value race four, number three, Emperor up uh, Power of the Brave. Beaver. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race five, number eight. I know a star. Uh, nice little value bestie. And my value bet of the day comes up in the race after. Race six, number seven, body bomb. Beautiful. Have you $7. got lovely? Oh, I think it is tremendous value too, actually. Uh, do you have anything up north tomorrow? I do have a couple up north for us to consider. Uh, first one comes up in race three, number six, Town Crier. Uh, I think it'll be super hard to beat. And then uh, not till later in the day, pretty hard, pretty tricky field stuff at uh, Eagle Farm Fair tomorrow. Um, so it was quite a tough day. And then race nine, number one, Rich On, which I tipped last start. Um, I'll be backing up. And if you, if you look at that, I think... Uh, that race that it won, uh, of course, the one that first yesterday on uh, Saturday in Sydney, Tribeca Star ran third in that race. Perfect. Uh, Johnny, a friend of the show, sent through a couple for out wide in New South Wales. Kembla, race one, Andalus. Race two, Brave Agenda. Race six, Rebel Dean. Race seven, London. And race nine, Left Field. And at Musselbrook, race four, My Eloise. Race six, one beat, no beat. Look at that. Tips all around Australia for Melbourne Cup Day. Thank you, Beaver. I'll let you get back to lunch shortly uh, after we do our Melbourne Cup preview. Good punning tomorrow, guys. Uh, subscribe, stick around, check out progetracing.com.au. And uh, you'll also see us this Wednesday evening when we preview Oaks Day. Friday morning we're doing uh, Champions Day. So look forward to all of that. Uh, and all the best tomorrow for Melbourne Cup.